Yo, what is up? This is um, Wandering Minds. It's your boy, uh, Guillaume. Guillaume Pierre. Be here with Will. You already know what it is. We got some special guests today. Y'all want to introduce yourselves, please? This is Maya. I'm Key. I'm from Brooklyn. And I guess so today we kind of wanted to talk about um, What do we want to talk about? <laughs> we want to talk about a lot of things But uh, one of being Is it fair to say that somebody could possibly be better than somebody else? And I think where we should first start off is Um what does better mean and what is the criteria for saying you're better than somebody else so um i mean you could say like for example a lot of people might say that they're better than somebody else because of skill in a particular sport or field or whatever and i guess in that sense being better could be true for example um in a sport that requires, I guess, a lot of coordination. If you're more coordinated than that person, you probably say you're better than that person at that sport. But that's kind of less of what we wanted to speak about, and we really wanted to get down to, like, can you say you're better than somebody as a person, I guess. So first and foremost, I think at that point, we would have to define what better means because that is a more general topic as opposed to a specific topic like it would be in sport. So, what if somebody came up to you and said they were better than you? Why would you say no, and how would you know to say no? Anybody can answer that, Ooh. if they would like so to. I'm just trying to go first. I mean, I'm not really <laughs> trying to go first. You're not? No, not really. I feel like... Like, what would be your first reaction? Yeah. Off the bat, I'd just be like, no. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Especially if that person didn't know me. Right. <laughs> Facts. You just have no criteria to judge me. Right. <laughs> um... I really don't think you can really judge anybody else. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I can only tell myself if I'm better than myself. Mm-hmm. And unless there are like specific like guidelines on how to measure betterness, mm-hmm. can't really compare. I feel like I'm mostly thinking of it in terms of like attraction to other people and like, oh, apples and oranges, how do I weigh who's mm-hmm. better? Mm-hmm. For me, I guess. So I guess it depends on the situation. I guess I don't think that we can come up with criteria to actually define what better would mean. And I think the way that I think about it is that you could be you could be better at a sport. You could be more compassionate. You could be mm-hmm. more creative. But I don't think that any of those one things can make you, like, on the whole, a better person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not willing to say that I'm better or worse than someone else. I think... I don't, I don't think I can say that about myself, and I don't want to say that about other people on the whole. Because no one thing can make you like an entirely better person, I think. Okay, so I have a question. So, is it possible to say, or would it make sense to say that, um, like, this, if it, you have two identical species of a flower, could you compare them and say one is better than the other? Is that possible? No, nah, that's so subjective. Okay. So, would you use the word healthy then to describe whether one is better or not? Or, like, how would you describe... Well, whether let's say superior, rather. I still, like, 
what does superior mean? I don't think, right. if we're looking at these flowers, right? Let's mm-hmm. say one is so colorful, mm-hmm. but it's dying. And the mm-hmm. other one, you know, has a fairly simple petal arrangement. It's just one color, but, you know, it's super healthy. I don't think mm-hmm. I can say, like, which flower is better, because that's going to depend. I may like the colors, but the person next to me might be might prefer the healthiness of the plant. Right. So in no setting, you can't say one is better than the other. I don't think I can say it objectively. I can say my opinion is I right. like this one more. I think this is better. But objectively, I don't think that you can say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm thinking about it like, let's say in like, a, in like scientific terms, if you're studying the plants, mm-hmm. how would you say that like one then is, I guess, in better shape? Well, even better shape would be using the word better. So what would you use to describe the two in comparison to one another? If you have like a case study comparing the two plants. Well, if the hypothesis is just which one is healthier, mm-hmm. then I would choose the one that's not dying. Right. <laughs> but, um, so is the, does healthier equate to better or does it not? No. In this specific case study, yes. But in li- in this specific flower, it makes it a healthier flower, but not a better flower. So does is better no we word? Then is there no such thing as better? Then that's the question. I in think the world? I don't yeah. think there's such a thing as like better entirely. Yeah, I think that you can make it more specific, like we talked about with sports, mm-hmm. or like you're better at poetry than I am mm-hmm. by far, but that doesn't make you a better person. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like there's no such thing as a better person mm-hmm. that could be, like, objective. Unless the person was like Mother Teresa, <laughs> then it's like, okay, right. you're objectively better than me. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, Martin Luther King Jr. was dope. He still cheated on his wife. Yeah. Like, like we all have flaws. Mother Teresa, who knows, Probably maybe she, a... like, had a thing for killing spiders. I don't know. <laughs> but, but what I do know is she wasn't perfect. None of us are. Find me a perfect person. I want to see that. <laughs> I think what I'm trying to get out get at is whether the word better is can exist or not in that case. If it can exist, in what context can we use it? Subjectively, only based on opinion. Because you can't d- define better based on facts. Right. Or if it's like, and even, or based on specific like instances, like mm. specific situations in which case you're comparing only two things and based on a specific criteria in which can you say something is better so if i'm saying i'm trying to find which water tastes better right there i've already outlined the specific criteria on which would taste better and why and then i just need to taste it right so let's think about like let's say we have like society for example right (laughs) big population um when it comes to like creating big decisions well what i think is going to happen is we would take the the opinion that the most people agree on right and that's how like we would go about making the i guess best decision for all the people that's part of that um opinionated quiz or test or whatever right does that make sense Mm -hmm. to make an agreement you would take everybody's collective opinion and then say okay 90% 90% of people said this, 10% of people said this. So which one do we go with? The one that pleases the most people or the one that pleases the less people or no decision at all, right? So in that context, you would have to take the opinion that everybody, well, the majority of people agree on 
and agree to make that the decision. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I have no idea how that's related to better, though. That's where, so, that's where you lost me. Okay. What I'm saying is, like, in, in, in order for something to, I guess, well, if we're all going to use a word, it has to be something that everybody can use. Well, a lot of people can use mm-hmm. because we would agree that that term is what it means, right? For it to be like a definition. Because if I say, let's go count butterflies, and everybody goes to count like dogs, my definition is of very little significance because I'm the only one that's counting butterflies. Everybody else is counting dogs, right? So if we use the term, for example, like pillow, and everybody goes grab blankets, I'm grabbing the pillow. So my definition of pillow obviously doesn't make sense. So for the term better, right, and in like a very big, um, in like a very, how should I say, in a, in a context where it involves a lot of people, we would have to make a decision that I guess a lot of people agree on, right? So that, in a sense, would kind of be like the better decision because it's something that everybody agrees on and it's the criteria. Does that make sense? Kind of. Because if, I... we, if we don't agree on that term of better that everybody's agreeing on, then there is no better. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm thinking we might just be better off not using the word better. Um, which I like no pun intended with the better mm-hmm. off, but I think that right. um, if if we really want to describe what we mean, I don't think better is a good word, at least because you can't necessarily. It's hard when defining a word to to split it from the objective, the general meaning, to when you're applying it in specific situations, and ultimately, it's a fairly vague word. We don't really know what better means to say someone's poetry is better or that. X, Y, Z is better. You you have a set of assumptions within your head already. Mm-hmm. And I think that it may benefit us more to not use the word better, to avoid such a vague term and use something more specific. So wouldn't that wouldn't you say like that would result in just everybody um having opinions and not like having a general consensus? Like, if everybody uses the term better in their definition, how can you ever agree with somebody? Can you never agree with somebody then? Well, that's why I'm saying don't use better. I feel like better is just an opinion word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At its foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like when, when that and or clause is just built into the foundation, then there's a contingency plan for that. If, like, if people disagree, I feel like that's what better is for. For people to disagree and to have a way to communicate their disagreement be like oh I think this is better oh no I think this is better mm. I like that like idea that it's ultimately an opinion word can we give opinion words strict definitions I don't I don't know if we can I mean we could define better as in like it appeals to someone more like we could do that that mm-hmm. better is more appealing to mm-hmm. that person to that person mm-hmm. that would be a definition of better that we could use mm-hmm. what about and and that way it could you could never say someone is objectively better because it's ultimately a subjective yeah. term i like that what i was thinking was like i thought it would make a lot of sense if better meant whatever it was that was being judged in its rawest form 
So for example, a better dog would be a dog that lives to its full potential, what it's supposed to be, right? Or like a flower or like even a lamp or a pillow, whatever. You know what I mean? Like untouched by, I guess, something that would damage it, whether it be like bad health, sickness or disease or something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think that you're still, like, it's still subjective. The idea of a better dog, you just said a dog serving its fullest potential. If I'm, if I'm a hunter, or, like, mm-hmm. if I have cattle, and I want a cattle dog, then a dog who does that well, or, like, um... Um... No, that, like, or that, like, is Chihuahua. able to... No, for, for <laughs> sheep. Um, oh, like, yeah. sheep herding dogs, yeah. Sheep dogs. That, like... If my dog does that well, then I would say that that's the better dog. But if I just want a dog that cuddles with me, and that's the like the ultimate purpose of my dog is my friend, like, and companionship, then a sheep herding dog, it, like, that's not serving its fullest potential to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you're still using it to describe the characteristics are still so subjective. Mm-hmm. And also, like, so many of these things are like kind of man-made so their definitions and the potentials are also man-defined right so, so like are we judging a dog based on the criteria that domestication has like now imposed on it or based on what a dog would be in the wild and like like i don't know how many years it's been since dogs have been in the wild for us to even be able to like look at those criteria and be like oh this is what a dog would be if we hadn't messed with it you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, so the reason I even wanted to talk about this was mainly because when I thought about it, I was thinking about what, like, to be a better person would mean that you're well-rounded in all your emotions. Like, you're able to um, fully express yourself emotionally and once you're like once you take control of like all your emotions then you you're able to like control like go out there and go after what you want like and you know that you're in you're um secure in yourself as a person that like when you go out there like there's nothing stopping you if that makes any sense that idea makes sense but I don't think that you can say that that makes a person better on the whole. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that you can... Someone may be better at dealing... Like, for, like specifically taking the dealing with emotions. Mm-hmm. Someone could be better at dealing with emotions. But they could potentially be really good at dealing with their emotions and be so mean to literally everyone they encounter. And you could have someone who's not so great with handling their emotions. They're still struggling with that. But they're incredibly kind and compassionate and... I don't know, just adding to society in general with the with the work that they do. I'm not willing to say that the person who's more on top of their emotions is better. Okay. Even that definition is subjective. Mm-hmm. Like, what's what's better? What's a better person to you? Also, but like, what it means to become a better person or that process of bettering yourself is super subjective because our flaws aren't the same. Mm-hmm. You know. So I guess, like, every person's process of bettering themselves and every person's criteria of definition of what does the best person or a better person look like to me is going to be so different. Mm-hmm. It's best when it's in 
relationship to yourself Mm -hmm. like bettering yourself compared to old and new Mm -hmm. um yeah so does this kind of have to do with how we all use language then like for example if we can agree on a definition for like the word blue and i'm sure you would just define blue as like how it looks like or whatever um wouldn't that be the same case with the word better like for us to all agree on the definition so that we can use the word just like use you know blue or whatever i like the definition we came up with i don't remember exactly what it was but you said it Oh, did you guys come up with this before? No, no, no within like this conversation. Now, yeah. Oh. But we talked about how it's what like more is, appealing to yourself. Yes. More, what is more appealing to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So then there's that person and the specificity of that person built mm-hmm. into the definition. The subje- so the subjectivity is inherent within yeah. the word. So yeah. what I say is better and what you say is better is the same definition, but like... Different criteria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're using the word in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Aha, uh-huh, I get that. I kind of don't get it. Like, I'm not saying I don't agree. Like, I would like to understand, yeah. so. Um. It's, so if I can try to explain mm-hmm. it. If we are talking about, if we're talking about the two flowers, let's go back to the two flower mm-hmm. example. If I look at this, they're one flower, like I said, really, really colorful, mm-hmm. but wilting. The other flower, and a be- like really complex petal arrangement. The other flower, one simple color, simple petal arrangement, but thriving. I can say that I think that I like the more colorful, colorful flower better because mm. I prefer the bright colors and the, the complex petal arrangement. You can say that you like the other flower better because you like the simple petals and you like that it's thriving. We're both saying that this flower appeals to us more by saying Mm -hmm. it's better. Mm -hmm. But we're using different criteria to assess whether or not it's appealing to us. Does that make sense? It does. I'm just one... um, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm just wondering if it can be used, like, across the board. You know what I mean? Because if it can't, that means it would be, like, somewhat flawed of a definition. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if like, because if it can, then that's great. That's the definition that I'm going to start using. <laughs> but I just want to think about like whether if it can be true or not. Um, well, what would an example be for to challenge that? That's a good question. <laughs> that's what I think would take some time to think about. <laughs> but... So, is there, so in other words, there is no such thing as better, if you're going by that definition. Well, I mean, not to yourself, I guess. Better can never be objective, is I think what we've, mm-hmm. at least Key and I are on the same page about this. What do you guys think? What, okay, so what words could be, like, true? Um, Subjective, like, objective? Yeah. Comparing... Like, if you're looking at basketball, the percentage of your, I don't know, your shots that you make, if you have a higher percentage, that's, like, that's concrete. Like, all descriptive, well, not, like, like, most descriptive words are subjective. 
So like even pretty, that just means someone is most appealing to you. That doesn't mean they're objectively pretty. Mm-hmm. Like models could be pretty to some people and ugly to other people. But it's mm-hmm. just subjective. You could all like same thing, you could also be like, Oh, she's better than the like better t- better than the other girl, but the assumed other two words would be to me. Mm-hmm. She's better to me than the other girl. So it's adjectives then. It's like But I wouldn't necessarily say all like, adjectives. Yeah. Cause I could That's a big statement. Yeah, I mm-hmm. could very clearly say you have blue like Maya has brown eyes, not blue eyes. Brown eyes. <laughs> And that be objective, because unless someone was, I don't colorblind. Know, that's a whole other. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I I I. <laughs> we talk a lot. That's cool. So I was like thinking about if y'all think that people could actually better themselves. Like, do you think people change? I feel like that's more my question. Do they become better people when they say, oh, I'm going to change, when they go through this life-changing revelation? That kind of reminds me of that question that I know will. Every time we go to a restaurant and we ask a waiter, a waitress or a waiter, um, do you think that, do you believe that once a cheater, always a cheater? Mm. And then we ask them that, and they, like, I guess nine times out of ten, they always say, it depends on the person. Mm. So, like... Um, using that to compare that to that, um, to say like, so it depends on the person. It depends on whether or not they actually want to change and become better, and not want to cheat. And yeah, I guess that's where I'm going with that. I personally, firmly believe that it is possible to change yourself and to become better, according to your own standards. But I think that. That's partially because I I believe that we have a lot of agency mm-hmm. in how we act and and what we do and I mean even looking at myself over my lifetime like I think I've become a better person because I can think of the different changes that I make in terms of being more conscious of things the way that I act the way that I speak um, and ultimately the idea that you couldn't change yourself and become better is kind of scary. Because then why would we put hope in someone in repairing a relationship, for example? Mm-hmm. You just give up at that point, but we don't. We try to work with someone, and we can grow and change with them. And I think that ultimately, like just by looking at our everyday interactions with people and the way that we navigate conflict, I think we fundamentally believe that we can change. You can dispute whether or not that belief is true, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do feel like it also depends on the person, but people can be frustrating. Maybe it's like, it's um, not really the person, but like their environment. Maybe like um, the only reason you would change is because your environment's changing. Mm-hmm. So that's very yeah. Odd. You could say that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of it, like we were talking about, like it's like a big part of it is going to be your criteria. But if we're looking at it from the outside, are we agreeing that like better means like healthier? No. Mm-hmm. No. We are not agreeing that better <laughs> means literally anything except for what matters to you. Okay. So so then it does all depends on what you're Wait, saying. Wait, then is. you could say um, 
I like living unhealthier because that's better for me and that that could be all right. Yeah. I mean, ultimately that's up to that person. Mm-hmm. You right. may think that them being be- that them getting better is them becoming more yeah. healthy. Um and just like for me, I think that I I can say like, "Oh, I get better because I exhibit more compassion on a daily basis." But ultimately, we're still defining better on different things. You can have your own opinion about whether or not I am getting better. Mm-hmm. Um based on your criteria or the criteria that I've communicated with you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, if re- someone feels better... Okay, this made me think of a good question. So if we witness, like, a family member in that circumstance saying, like, they feel like they're getting better but they're really destroying themselves, should we try to make them healthier? Well, I'm not saying we stop caring about people. <laughs> right. Yeah. What do you mean by... Because it's what that they want to... destroying themselves. Like... Like no. they're becoming more unhealthy. Like if they're if they're making their years shorter, let's say, living shorter life, should we try to? Like they make, started smoking cigarettes. I mean, I mean that drugs be, yeah, or whatever, sh- whatever's shortening their lifespan. Should we help them try to expand their lifespan if they think they're getting better? Because if that's the case, then wouldn't we be intruding on what they want to do with their life? Well, I mean, there's still. I think that you can still care about the way in which, like, danger to oneself is still real. Mm-hmm. I don't think, we're not here to ignore danger. Um, also, in what realistic circumstance do you think that someone, like, being mm-hmm. better for themselves is doing more drugs or, like... It's coping. That's fair. maybe they were... That's like, fair. They may feel better. That's true, as a coping mm-hmm. mechanism. But I still think that, like you can still recognize danger and you can mm-hmm. also have different you have different definitions of better in that circumstance so should so you should then intrude on what they want to do then i'm not saying whether you should or shouldn't mm-hmm. right that's not up to me to decide okay so but if somebody was wanting to better themselves then would it, then would it make sense then to let them be no matter what it was if because it's a subjective term right i don't think you can make that huge statement. If Key decides that doing heroin makes mm-hmm. her feel better, right? Um, ultimately, yeah, I can talk to her and say, "Hey, I think this is dangerous." Mm-hmm. Um, that's up to me how I navigate that situation, but and it's up to her how she responds. But I don't think there's something I necessarily should or shouldn't do. Like it's not like I should step in and be like, "Key, no more heroin." Right. <laughs> but I also there's nothing telling me that I should say. Hey, you need to stop because probably be like, you're not my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, like I'm not her. No, but, but there's just... no. I have no obligations to do right. one or the other. There's nothing that says I should or shouldn't do that. Out of the, because of who I am, mm-hmm. I will talk to her, and I'll want her to be the healthiest that is. Whether or not that's making sure that she just does heroin in a healthier way, so that she doesn't like go through really bad low periods or whatever that is. What were you gonna say? Well, I mean, let's just assume that you actually care for her. And I mean, like, okay, she she's doing heroin, and she's like, man, I love this. This is like the, this is the best. Yeah. And you're over here like, no, man, this is this is not. It's <laughs> gonna ruin your life. You're gonna die. And she's like, f you. I'm gonna do this. Like, this is better for me. Like, 
And you're just going to just let that happen? I'm not saying I'm going to let it happen. I'm just saying that there's no obligation for me to do more. If Ultimately, what I would probably do is be like, okay, if you're going to do heroin, we are going to figure out how you're going to do this healthily, but I'm going to try to help you get off it. But at the same time, if I'm continually rejected, there's a point in which, like, I can't do shit. Okay. You're a really committed friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't do heroin healthily. No, okay, you so there's... Could. Actually, there are heroin... So there are in... Fuck. What city is it? Of course there is. Why, it's why, in the city. It's in the country. I think it's in... Just, country? That's crazy. It's in Canada. It's a oh, city... Oh, it is in it's Canada. Not, it starts with a V. Vancouver. No. Yes, it's. I think. Yeah, okay. I don't know why I didn't remember that. I'm yeah, from Canada. Vancouver, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, in Vancouver they actually have um, heroin clinics. In which case, for people who have been like tried and failed to go through rehab and have had an addiction for I think more than five years, they actually you can go and you will get um, and you will go for like regular injections of heroin, and it is helping people's lives get on track because they've you have to in order to be like part of this program like shown tried and failed to to get off of heroin but it that stability makes it so that you don't have one you don't risk you know sharing needles on the street you don't risk getting something that is mixed with um oh what's that really fentanyl i think that really popular that really potent drug um that's getting mixed with heroin and it's killing people left and right um and you also don't have to worry about finding it. So, and you're consistently, basically you're consistently high, but it allows people to like have stable jobs and things like that. And it's working out really well, actually. So that's a healthy way to do heroin. If you're going to, wow. if you're going to do it. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that was interesting. Um, so we're going to take a break and um, hit you back with some sponsors. Um, I say I all the time. So, um, what are you doing right now? You're just oh, you, I forgot. You're listening to our podcast. What you should do is um, leave your leave the app and then go to Twitter and then follow us at WM Productions underscore. And yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Hey, you get um, your boy starts tweeting about like a lot of random shit. Yep, random, very random. And uh, yeah, thanks for sponsoring this episode. Hey. Hi everybody, we're back after taking our break. Um, so after talking about better, the word for a little bit, um, exhausting that definition, now we're gonna talk about fears. And I'm gonna dip. See ya, key signing off. Hey. Damn. Damn. It'd be like that. It's all good. Um, fears. What are your fears? What does the word fear mean? Oh no, we're not going down that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm out of that. Go ahead. Um, hmm, let me think. For me, um, I would say one thing I think I feel like I need to address and that I'm kind of afraid of is, I guess, not having, um, not being able to be independent enough to the extent where I have stability, solely dependent upon myself. Because that's my goal. My goal is to minimize the amount of reliance I have on my parents and my brother. So I'm just trying to do as much as I can so that I don't have to rely on them so much. And I would hate 
for it to come to the extent where I don't have stability and now it's like I have to lean on them so much because I feel like there are opportunities and for me to not take those opportunities would be would seem very I guess lazy to me and kind of detracting my ability from reaching the strongest version of myself so that's a big fear I have I think I mean my fear is different I guess it's so interesting to me because I guess I don't really spend time worrying about that or like being fearful that I won't accomplish independence or because I guess I just my mindset is I'm just gonna go for what I want like what I want to pursue and follow what I'm passionate about and it's got to do something um my biggest fear and the one that I can like most directly pinpoint that is substantial it's not just rattlesnakes is um a death like that terrifies me and the fact that I wasn't raised with any sort of idea about what happens afterwards so like that's just like I uh, thinking about it in general just makes my stomach turn cool the unknown are you guys afraid of death um I guess it's hard to say I I guess it's hard to find a person who isn't afraid of death like 80% of the people are afraid of death and your your girl keys is dipping (laughs) wait real quick though what are you scared of or what are you fearful of I feel like I'm not afraid of a peaceful death, but I am, just as a woman, I'm afraid of, like, any death that has to do with my womanhood. That's fair. Like, oh, I'm, sexual assault. I'm scared yeah, of sexual assault. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Also, oof. That like, is kind of scary, This too. is going on a thing. But I don't know. I also, I feel like I don't really know where my limits are. And in, like, terms of, if I got so angry, what would I be capable of? I don't know what that looks like. Um, sometimes I think it looks like crying, but I'm afraid that it looks like something else. Um, so yeah, I guess in some ways I can be afraid of myself. Hmm. Afraid of yourself. That's mm. interesting. I can, I can understand that. But um, wouldn't you? What I mean, wouldn't you like be secure in yourself as a person, knowing who you are? But I understand not knowing where your limits are I I understand like I guess you're kind of you're how do I put this your fear of yourself you can still be fully in control and capable of yourself but you could still be afraid of potentially what if you lose that control okay lose that control if you're put in a situation where you feel like the only thing left is to let loose like I'm terrified that like if someone did sexual assault sexually assault me I'd be I'm terrified that if someone did sexually assault me I'd be murderous ooh okay I think that's my biggest fear of myself um I don't know if other women feel this way. Like, they feel like, oh, if this happened, like, I'd take revenge. Or they'd be submissive. Or if they'd be submissive. 
And, like, I don't know. Based on what I see, I feel like I couldn't respond that way mm-hmm. in, like, but that's, moving on. But that's because, you, like, you know yourself. So, and what, what, should, what should you be afraid about if you know you're going to do that? I mean... Well, I don't know if I'm going to do that. <laughs> also, I'm afraid of the repercussions. I don't want to go to jail. But, like, you were defending your honor. I mean, I was yeah. trying to get in. And you was just like, not today. <laughs> No, you know. also mean afterwards, though, right? I also mean afterwards. Yeah. I also mean in the moment. Mm-hmm. I also mean, like, mm-hmm. looking at how things are like, skewed for black women and mm-hmm. things are skewed for black people. Mm-hmm. Just because self-defense doesn't mean a cop is going to see it that way. Yeah. And, like, doesn't mean the law enforcement is going to see it that way or the court is going to see it that way. Those are all really scary things. He is black, by the way. So oh, yeah. You guys didn't know that. I'm Jamaican. That's another thing very important to my identity. Hey, Wagwan. Cool. I mean, where else could you take fear? I mean, I guess I think that, like, fear plays a huge part in our daily lives. I guess it depends on the person, but the amount to which you let fear rule yourself, like, the fear of, I don't know, even like introducing yourself to people. Like because that. do you feel like you're going to mess up your first impression? I guess so. That, I mean, personally, I tend to make an awkward fool of myself when I'm nervous. So, yeah, I'm afraid of first impressions. But also, I think, like, being afraid that well, that goes along with first impressions. But with first impressions, being afraid that if you approach someone, you won't have necessarily maybe the things to talk about or that you won't... I guess, it, yeah, it has a lot to do with first impressions. That Ultimately, all of the things that I'm thinking of come down to first impressions. And the fear that that first impression will then dictate how they act towards you in the future... Like, for sure. Does it have not to? Wiggle room. I don't think it has to, but, like, it's terrifying to think, like, wow, I, like, to come, to walk away from a conversation and to be like, I just made it a complete, like, fool of myself. I was so awkward. Like, worrying that that person from then on is going to be like, ooh, they're awkward. I don't fuck with them. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I agree with that. But then, I, like, say you see that person again, second chance. Yeah, second that's person. true. So, I'm all for that. I mean, but I, I still think there's the initial fear. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I understand that. So yeah, I don't know. But you mentioned earlier, Guillaume, like the idea of where do fears come from? Like, what are they rooted in? What do you? What are your thoughts on that? Okay, well, I was thinking since a person would say that they're afraid of something, maybe it's not whatever they're afraid of that they're actually afraid of. Maybe it's something deeper than that. I felt like if you say you're afraid of sharks, maybe it's not the shark you're afraid of. Maybe you're just afraid of what the shark can actually do to you and seeing that the shark will obviously harm you. You're just afraid of getting hurt or dying. So it's really just, I'm afraid of dying. So it's not really the shark. Because if you knew that you're not going to get hurt by the shark, you wouldn't be afraid. But then I said that earlier, and you said, because you said, you're, if you knew, if I said, I said you, if you knew you were not going to be afraid of frogs, 
if you knew a frog wasn't going to hurt you, then you wouldn't be afraid. And you said, no. Oh, yeah. No, because I don't, like, I'm afraid that frogs will jump on me because I don't want creatures, like, randomly being, like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like bugs jumping on me. I don't want a frog to jump on me. And I'm afraid, I, I'm not afraid of frogs. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm afraid that frogs will jump on me. And that doesn't come from a fear of death. But I was also just, like, while you were talking, I was thinking about, like, like the fear of, of first impressions. Like, I definitely think that it's valid that they're rooted in something deeper, because I definitely think our fears are always rooted in something deeper. And I don't know if you're trying to say that they all are, like, connected to, like, death and danger, but I don't think that. Like, I don't think that they're all... Okay, I can... I don't yeah, think all fears relate not. back to that. No, they're pro- I, I can... Yeah, they're probably not. But they're all connected to, like... There's probably, like, five branches, and they're probably connected to one of those five. I could say that. This is, I've, cause it's, like, like limited it to the... big base categories? Yeah. That's fair. What would you say about people with phobias? Okay. Um, well, phobias come from, like, a traumatic event in your... Not necessarily. Or just right? lack of knowing lack of knowing something. Where do phobias come? I knew from? someone. Are they born with it? I guess. They, I guess no, it's you're a good not question. born with phobias. You're not. No. Are you what? sure? Yeah. It's been a while since I took a psych class, but like, are you positive? I'm positive. I don't even know. I I have never taken a psych class. I'm just jumping out the window here. But yeah, I don't think that any person is born already thinking. Already have um, a way of thinking. I definitely think that our brains are wired in certain ways. Um, I think that your experiences in life have a huge impact, but ultimately, so I think if it's in my, with regards to myself, I am inherently optimistic. I'm an optimist mm-hmm. at heart, and I can't explain that, but I do know that in my gut, I always know things will get better, and I don't know people, I know plenty of people who don't think that way. That, I think, is essentially how I'm wired. Because I also know that my parents, it's not like my parents gave me a reason to think that like literally everything's always going to be better. And they didn't teach me it's always going to get better. That wasn't one of the things, they've taught me a lot, but that wasn't necessarily, and my, you can tell my siblings aren't like me. But maybe that came to you because of a series of events. Maybe it's because, like, I don't think you were born already optimistic. Maybe like... Life happened in a certain type of way for you to make you give to give you that. I mean, maybe, but I think that like you could look at if you're. I mean, I do think that genetics definitely have an effect on the way that you think. Like, I think that your brain is ultimately wired because there's a reason that my brain is like wired a certain way differently from other people like when you what like creativity that's something or like what stands out to you in different circumstances if you took my three siblings and I we are all we all grew up in the same household right we all grew up in fairly similar situations except for it's different because of the addition of a new sibling but ultimately if you give us a case and you're like like or if you think about like, if you, if you give them a case, we're all going to come with three different perspectives. I think that has partially to do with nurture, but I also think that it comes down to... I believe that I think nature has a, a fundamental impact on that as well. 
Can you like back that up? I can do some psych research. Hey, Google, you already know what it is. See, but, yeah, no, nah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I would say but, like, also, all of us are kind of just talking out of our asses here. Like, yeah, that, like yeah, we don't yeah. have psych. That, this is no. ultimately a, a psych question. I don't know if there's an answer to it, yeah. but I know our we next, don't have it. Our next episode, we're going to get a psych professor, so That's stay fake. tuned. Nah, it's true. All right. <laughs> Baby, we'll see. I do know one thing, though, um, and it's, like... I do know that, like, nurture is definitely, I'm not saying the entire role, but I read, like, a couple times that, like, what happens in your early, early years has a huge role on your personality in the later years in life, so, um... That's that's not from nature. (laughs) But really, also, though, like, who are you to say? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true, but, like... And neither am I, but I'm just saying. She's just saying, yo. But, um... (laughs) No one's proved me wrong, so. That's because, <laughs> yo, I can go through my old psych notes, but like, or I have a friend that's a psych major. Let me ask him about no, that. No, bring him over here, because like, I want, I want to talk to him. Yeah? Right. Actually, he would be dope to have on this. Hey, right there, psych professor. Told you. Know. I make it happen. Psych. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same. No, but. But, Will, you were going to say something. Um, Alright, so I remember what I'm going to say now. I think it's time to wrap up the episode. We hit 45 minutes, and that's a pretty good time frame. So, to be honest, I don't even think it was just going anywhere. That's probably why. So, um, the first half of the the podcast was pretty dope. You should listen to that. And if you still wanted to stick around, I mean, you're day one. They've already listened at this point. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, we'll catch you with the next one. Hopefully, that's next week. But until then, it's your boy. We'll see you. Later. Hey. See Follow ya. us on Instagram.